had a very specific word for this endless, absolutely necessary process of change and growth. They didn't use the word reformed. They used the word reforming. And this distinction is crucial. They knew that Luther and others, they knew they hadn't gotten it perfect forever. They knew that the things they said and did and wrote and decided would need to be revisited, rethought, reworked. I'm part of this tradition. I'm part of this global, historic stream of people who believe that God has not left us alone, but has been involved in human history from the beginning. People who believe that in Jesus, God came among us in a unique and powerful way, showing us a new kind of life, giving each of us a new vision for our life together and for the world we live in. And so as part of this tradition, I embrace the need to keep painting, to keep reforming. By this... I do not mean cosmetic, superficial changes like better lights and music, sharper graphics, and new methods with easy-to-follow steps. I mean theology, the beliefs about God, Jesus, the Bible, salvation, the future. We must keep reforming the way the Christian life is defined, lived, and explained. Jesus is more compelling than ever, more inviting, more true, more mysterious than ever. The problem isn't Jesus. The problem is what comes with Jesus. For many people, the word Christian conjures up all sorts of images that have nothing to do with who Jesus is and how he taught us to live. This must change. For others, the painting works for their parents or it provided meaning when they were growing up, but it's no longer relevant. It doesn't fit. It's outdated. It doesn't have anything to say to the world they live in every day. It's not that there isn't any truth in it or that all the people before them were misguided or missed the point. It's just that every generation has to ask the difficult questions of what it means to be a Christian here and now, in this place, at this time. And if this difficult work isn't done, then where does the painting end up? In the basement. So here's what often happens. Somebody comes along with a fresh perspective on the Christian faith. People are inspired. A movement starts. Faith that was stale and dying is now alive. Then the pioneer of the movement, the painter, dies and the followers stop exploring. They mistakenly assume that their leader's words were the last ones on the subject, and they freeze their leader's words. They forget that as the innovator was doing his or her part to move things along, that person was merely taking part in the discussion that will go on forever. And so in their commitment to what so-and-so said and did, they end up freezing the faith. What gets lost is the truth that whoever painted that version was just like us searching for God and experiencing God and trying to get a handle on what the Christian faith looks like. And then a new generation comes along, living in a new day in a new world, and they have to keep the tradition going or the previous paintings are going to end up in the basement. The tradition, then, is painting, not making copies of the same painting over and over. The challenge of the art is to take what was great about the previous paintings and incorporate that into new paintings. And in the process, make something beautiful for today. For many Christians, the package works. The churches, the books, the language, the methods, the beliefs, there's nothing wrong with it. It works for them and it meets their needs and they gladly invite others to join them in it. I thank God for that. I celebrate those who have had their lives transformed in these settings. But this book is for those who need a fresh take on Jesus and what it means to live the kind of life he teaches us to live. I'm part of a community, a movement of people who have been living, exploring, discussing, sharing, and experiencing new understandings of Christian faith. And we love it. We are alive in ways we never thought possible. We're caught up in something we gladly give our lives to. 
This is the place that I write from, a place of joy and freedom, as a member of a community wanting to invite others to come along on the journey. We're just getting started. I have as many questions as answers, and I'm convinced that we're only scratching the surface. What I do know is that this pursuit of Jesus is leading us backward as much as forward. Because if it's true, then it isn't new. I am learning that what seems brand new is often the discovery of something that's been there all along. It just got lost somewhere and needs to be picked up, dusted off, and reclaimed. I am learning that I come from a tradition that has wrestled with the deepest questions of human existence for thousands of years. I'm learning that my tradition includes the rabbis and reformers and revolutionaries and monks and nuns and pastors and writers and philosophers and artists and every person everywhere who has asked big questions of a big God. Welcome to my Velvet Elvis. Thank you.